Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Cool. All the way here. Thank you for having cool. me on your show. So awesome to be cool. here with you and all your listeners. Cool. I think you don't screw. tonight. My name is Quincy and this is my show. And tonight we are discussing how to get the interest, I guess I guess how to be, get noticed by someone that you're interested in, you know, when you have someone you have a crush on, how do you get them to notice you? And we'll also talk about renaming racist places. And I can explain that a little later. We'll also get into some zone coverage after the show and Take a look at what's going on in the NFL next week and some other sports. But for now, let me explain to you how this show works for those who may be new. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. 
There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right, T2Q radio show number 521. We'll start right after the Christensen.com and Knots for Change. With graceful, effortless writing, author Truth Devours Enigma series brings to life the contemporary romantic trilogy, Wanton, Unrequited, and Sated. There are no limits when it comes to a person's search for true love. This story feels more than real and stays with you long after the last page has been read. Wanton, the 2015 winner of the L.A. Book Festival Romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Do your imagination a favor. Wanton, unrequited and sated by Truth Devour. TruthDevour.com The novels of Crystal Hickerson, The Magician, the metaphysical action drama about the fight between good and evil which holds the fate of man in the balance. Street Corners, a tragic romantic crime saga of a man who has the hearts of two very different women in his hands. The choice he makes will hurt them both. Wanted, a ghostly story about a woman caught between the planes of life and death. It is left up to the reader to decide which reality was real. The Volunteer. The struggle of a man with his career and his life teetering on thin ice. Can love truly conquer all? And if you think this is the end for Crystal, you would be wrong. For as you listen to this, a new dynamic tale is on the way. Go to crystalhickerson.com to purchase all of her novels. Follow her on social media and listen to her on the radio at thecrystalshow.com. Enter the amazing world at crystalhickerson.com. and animal welfare organization dedicated to support those in need of help. Located in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, our products are trendy rope bracelets with anchor clasps emblazoned with a tag word. The tag word on each bracelet represents a specific cause which will be matched with a charity. You see, Knots for Change's goal is to build relationships with charities worldwide. The causes we support are animal welfare, education, medical research and prevention, environment, human rights, veterans, world aid and development, mental health and wellness, health and fitness, and child development. You can find us on social media such as Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by searching Knots for Change. That's K-N-O-T-S, the number four, 
C-H-A-N-G-E. We'll also be launching our website on September the 10th, knotsforchange.ca. That's K-N-O-T-S-F-O-R-C-H-A-N-G-E dot C-A. All right. My thanks to Tooth Devour, Crystal Hickerson, and Knots for Change for all being nice enough to be official sponsors of the Dr. Q Radio Show. 347-202-0215 is the number. Um, so let's get right to it. I mean, you're at work, and you see the same person you've been crushing on for weeks go into the break room alone. Do you approach? All right. What if you're at your favorite coffee shop and you've had your eye on this barista for quite some time? There's no one in line. Do you drop a hint that you're into them? You see, everyday people potentially miss out on a great experience in dating because they're either too scared or don't know how to approach someone. So how do you let someone know that you're interested? That's what I'll bounce off of my show legends tonight on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts. Just opinions. To the phones I go, to the 248 area code, the Motor City of Detroit, and welcome on author Crystal Hickerson. Chris, what's going on? Hey Q, how are you? I am outstanding. How are you? Pretty good. Very good. And I'm going to go to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. And bring on the man in black, the Buckster. What's happening, bro? Hey, Buck. All right. And we will go ahead and get started. For the ladies first, Crystal, what are some signs that guys miss when you're trying to let them know that you're into them? Um... I don't, I don't think I've ever had a guy miss it, but um, I think for a lot of women, we use our eyes, um, our body language when, you know, just when we're facing them or more apt to be closer to them or we touch them like on the arm or the hand or something as they're talking. Or, um, I don't know, I mean, we we, we, we tend to... We do baby talk. <laughs> I think that's something that a lot of women do, um, something similar to baby talk in many different versions. I know I do that unconsciously. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> um, so, hey, Q, how are you doing tonight? I don't know. I just My voice goes up. I talk a little sweeter. I don't talk like a dude. <laughs> And all right, I think all right. That, you almost had me ready to go buy, buy a plane ticket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I I think most women do that, though. I think um, you can tell the difference, at least with me, is that, um, and a lot of my friends, that when you're talking to a friend, you talk like this. <laughs> you know, you talk kind of flat, you talk regular, just like you're talking to your girlfriend or something. Mm-hmm. But when you talk to someone that you're interested in, you tend to talk a little more feminine. 
and a little more lighthearted. And, you know, because, I don't know, <laughs> we just do that. Um, some girls, not all women, but I think a lot of women do that unconsciously. Yeah. We don't even realize we're doing it. Okay, so I, I'm sorry, writing this down. Body language, <laughs> touches arms, baby talk. Mm-hmm, yeah, definitely got to touch are, them. Yeah. There are three women that I know who are into me. All right, thank you. <laughs> okay. On Facebook, Kimmy Bernard chimed in, and she said open-ended questions about them and hints of outside conversation. Okay, now when she says outside conversation, Crystal, I'm assuming she's talking about, um, you know, I guess things that may not be work-appropriate. Is that what you think well, she yeah, means? Well, yeah, more about who they are. And, and their life outside of work or whatever they're doing. Like if, like you, you were talking about a barista. So if they're like a waiter or something or working at whatever, then you ask them about, you know. So what do you what do you do when you're not here? <laughs> what are you into? Where do you like to go? Do you like to go to the movies? I mean, whatever. Um, it takes him from where he is to his regular, his real life. You know. Okay. Learn more about that. All right. What do you do when you're not here? Okay, I got Nothing it. guys do that, too, so it's a normal <laughs> thing. All right. Well, Buck, let me ask you, man. What um, what do guys do that women miss when you're trying to show someone you're into them without just coming out and saying it? You know, maybe you're in the workplace and you don't want to just come out and say it or, you know, there are people around. What hints do, do guys give? I don't know. Every you know, all of us are different. So you know, everybody has kind of like their own little way of doing things. As far as me go, you know, for me, you know, if I'm interested in somebody, you know, you know, you just I'm a little bit more on the direct side, or maybe you know, I'm trying to trying to feel the vibe that the female is giving off. Because I mean, I look at the eyes, and if the eyes tell me, you know, if the eyes are interest uh, of interest, then you know, then I will, you know, move in as far as, you know, going with, you know, going with some convers- some light conversation and seeing where, you know, seeing where it will lead. But, you know, for me, you know, I just try to be be myself, man. That's the most important thing. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, come up there with some stupid-ass lies and shit. You know, I'm not a teenager. I'm a grown-ass man, so I'm going to come correct. I'm not going to be acting stupid and you know, saying stupid things and talking about how good they look. I think they already know. If I'm interested in them, I think they already know they look good. So I really don't need to mention that. So for me, you know, I'm just going to be a little bit more on the direct side and just try to figure out, you know, if they feeling me and not feeling them, then, you know, the conversation is going to move into a different direction to see, you know, see where it's going to lead. Oh, my God, big mistake. Uh-oh. <laughs> I feel a rebuttal coming on. You always have to tell a girl that she looks good or that she, you like what she's wearing or whatever. I mean, you always compliment Wait, no, a no. woman. No, that's always. Maybe you misunderstood. Oh. You, uh, you misunderstand I what I'm guess. saying. Yeah, my thing is, I mean, you know how some of these cheesy guys come up and go like, ooh, baby, you look so good and all that kind of stuff. Maybe that, later down in the conversation you say that. You know, maybe towards, you know, you know, you're really looking pretty good today. Not on the front end, maybe towards the middle of the back end is what I'm saying. You know, Whenever you, you say it, you need to say it. That's all I'm saying. 
Okay. Well, you ain't got to worry about that. So don't, don't freak out. Come on. So we, we, we know how you be sometimes. But don't freak out. All I'm saying is I'm not saying don't mention it. It's just a, there's a time and place to say it is I what guess. I'm trying to say. You know, that what I've seen. Don't make it seem like it's an afterthought, though. See, that'll, that'll oh, put up a guy. Yeah. If, it, if it feels like an afterthought or feels like, oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> You look no, good, you know that kind of shit. Don't say it like that. You just gotta, you know, you just have to be smooth with it. You can I just, I just yeah. think when you hit it too, when you say that too early, I think sometimes women are kind of thrown off by that. So when you say it a little bit further down the line, you know, I think it, it I think it's received better. That's just my own, you know, what I've seen. Because I'm 44, this is what I've seen. You come too early, Quincy and I can tell you a little bit, of, a little bit of something. It was so funny. Um, this guy wasn't quite right. I think, you know, he was missing a few brain cells or whatever. But anyway, these two girls from Jackson State, yeah, (laughs) these two girls from Jackson State were walking over there by by a car, and and, uh, he's like, ooh, y'all look so good. And the way he said it, the girl was turned off by it. And, we, man, we talked about that for about two days because the the, the response, (laughs) it could have been him. You know, it, well, I couldn't say it could have been him. It was him. But the bottom yeah. line of it is, is that it's the way you say it. And sometimes women don't receive that right. So you got to say, if you're going to say it, you better say it with confidence. Don't say it with, com- you know, with comedy is what I'm trying to say. You got to say it. You got to be confident. If you're a damn man, you got to say it and mean it. If you don't say it and mean it, then the female not going to, the ladies are not going to receive that the way they should receive it. Obviously, you want that kind of, you want somebody to say, hmm, girl, you looking mighty fine tonight. But I just think you need to say it not right off. I think you need to say it. I think it depends on the woman. Yeah, it depends on the woman, but at the same time, I think it's a time and a place to say it. As long as you say it, I agree. As long as you say it, it's fine. But I just think it needs to be not on the front end, maybe towards the middle of the back end. Right. I've always had better success when I say it at that time. Mm-hmm. Chris right. <laughs> was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> PJ Extra chimed in from Twitter um, as far as um, why some women miss the signals from guys. And he said they usually just plain don't listen, especially the ones who are really into themselves. And I get that. Right. Let me go to the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, and bring on the show Enforcer Ray. What's up, man? Hey, you what, Chris? How y'all doing, mate? Doing well, bro. All right. And Ray, right. if you're if you're in the workplace, I mean, a lot of people probably wouldn't do it, but if you if you were okay with hollering at someone in the workplace, how do you approach or give hints to someone that you're into them in the workplace? Because if you just well, come out you know, and say, hey, you want to holler, you know, you might end up in HR. No, nah, you know, um, back in the day, you know, you know, I had this couple of situations where, you know, but the female may have been security and not directly in the company or she may have been working on a different side of the building or whatever the case is. I mean, first of all, you know how it is when somebody attracts comes to a job, particularly with when black folks like to start talking and everybody talking. I'm not going to give away my secrets or give away my ideas of what I plan to do. You know, sometimes I let other jokers play their hand because I know they're going to play their hand wrong. 
And when they play their hand wrong, all I got to do is come in and play mine correctly. And, you know, because of the guy walk up and talk to her, oh, she fine, she this. I get the little details, find out she got kids, all that, because we don't know how to shut up. Now I find out what the situation is. Now it's easier for me to move right on in. And it's no gimmick. You know, you just walk up and, you know, hey, you know, I've seen you around. Um, you must be new. You know anybody or whatever the case is. Don't hit a woman with a lot of bullshit because when a woman gets hit with bullshit, now she's not taking the situation seriously. So, you know, just simple things. Oh, you know anybody? Okay, no, I'm new here. Okay, well, where you from? Oh, you from out of state, in state? Well, I tell you what, I'm going to give you my number. You give me a call, like when you get on break or something or whatever, break it down smooth like that. Once I hit her with the number, I ain't got to say nothing else on the job. All that eating lunch together and all that shit, I'd never do that. Because now other people is involved in you guys' business. You know what I'm saying? So that's just the way I, I would approach it. You know, anytime you talk to anybody on the job, you don't have to be vulgar with it. You don't have to be none of that other stuff. Just say, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, I, I've been seeing okay. you around. Can I have your number? Whatever the case is. No HR is wrong with that. sit back and let the men chase some of the more traditional women. So how do you throw out the hints so that um he starts chasing when you're on the on the job? Um <laughs> I think some of the same women. thing you mentioned earlier. You talk like a yeah, baby in the break room. <laughs> yeah, I think it's different for women. I mean uh, women um they don't have to do a lot of directness um when it comes to men. First of all, we, you know, we've already sized you up the first time we saw you. We sized up whether or not we want to sleep with you. We sized up, we looked at your left-hand finger to see whether or not you're married, um, you know, and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, if there's no ring, then you're fair game. And so then we'll see whether or not you are um, you are approaching us correctly. And that doesn't mean anything you said because we haven't spoke yet. So it's, um, are you looking at us? Are you, you know, sizing us up like we're looking at you? I mean, do you pay attention? Do you Have you smiled? I mean, things, little things like that, that are, a lot of it is unconscious, and those are the things that we're paying attention to as a woman. And so once you are introduced to us, you know, um, we shake your hand or whatever, you know, we may look directly in your eye as opposed to, looking and say, mm, hello, and then look away. Uh-huh. If a woman is interested in you, she will continue to look at you and uh, make sure that, you you know, we get that eye contact because that's really where we are. We're very subtle. Um, some women, some women have to be a little more direct. But, um, you know, a lot of us don't. We don't have to be that direct because um, if a man is interested, he will come to you and say a little bit more. He'll ask you more questions. He'll try to find a reason to, you know, to be around you, and, you know, I have had men who, as far as, you know, I know Ray was talking about the lunch date or whatever, sitting 
together with them. A lot of guys, I had one guy that I ended up dating when I was working, which, of course, working and dating is horrible. But anyway, um, he, you know, he made reasons to do things for me, you know, like ask me, you know, did I need a ride home or did I need did I need things? It's like trying to fulfill whatever uh-huh. it is that you thought I could possibly need or something. And by doing doing that, you know, it allowed us to have conversation. So, you know, we were alone together to have different conversations, whether it was lunch, whether it was you know, breaks or whatever. And being alone. Yeah, you know, finding reasons to have general general conversation with me in order to learn learn about you know as Ray was saying learning more about them. So yeah, and you and I agree with him. You don't have to come off too strong too fast, especially at work, because it can be very uncomfortable and awkward, and you don't know where this guy is coming from. Because it, most of the time, we immediately think that the guy is married or in a relationship, and. If there's no ring, then maybe there's an opening there. But, you know, you never know. He could be gay. You know, he could just be one that chill. <laughs> just be, you know, hey, hey, this is today and it, you know, in the day's time. You never know. He just could be gay. This is so true. we have to fill all that out. So, but I think it is key to make sure that you get them alone to talk and to see, to do some of the things that I asked, I, I said before, which is touch them or laugh. Laughing is good. Laugh and touch, that's a good one. You laugh and you hit them on the shoulder or on the hand or wherever, you know, and uh, <laughs> boy, you crazy. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. All right. Uh, let's see. On Facebook, Kimmy chimed in and said um, that she agrees with you, that she says we do size the guy up. And Christina um, said that I wouldn't date anyone I work with. So she says she's not down with it. And um, I met Christina Sunday at a sports bar. Very nice young lady. All right, so, um, Buck, let me go back to you. Does simply complimenting someone, and you mentioned compliments earlier, does that show them that you're interested, or does it depend on what you compliment or how you compliment? I think it depends on what what or how you know how you compliment because i mean if you if you're into them just like the, you know they're into you um you're gonna know exactly what to say and how to say it and how to compliment them on what they're you know if they're you know wearing something nice um smell means a lot to me, so if you smell very nice um uh-huh. you definitely get complimented about that that's going you know if you smell good that i mean that right there, I mean, that just really, really, that really kind of gets me going. If they, if they really smell good, uh, it's gonna get me going. You smell bad too, cause I'm damn sure gonna take. <laughs> but but um but um if you if you smell very good, I mean, that's one thing that's gonna definitely get you know that's gonna get me going and you know make the compliments more plentiful. Um, it's just. You know, there's just certain certain women that you you know that you know you can pick them out in a room a thousand people because of the way they smell because you know if they definitely if they smell very good so um, compliment on whether they dress smell you know how their overall makeup and how they take care of themselves all of that I think is very very important. Okay, all right, yeah, if they smell bad, oh man, totally different show. 
totally different show. And Ray, what do you think about the compliments, man, when you're in, in the workplace? Um, can what you compliment or how you do it, um, you know, let a person know that you're into them? Uh, yeah. I mean, but, but you always have to feel the female out because, like, like I say, man, not to be all negative with it, but some females can't take a joke. You know, no matter what a woman says to me, I wouldn't take her HR, you know what I'm saying, or, you know, make a big deal out of what she said or whatever the case is. I mean, as a mature man, you shouldn't get vulgar or tell her, oh, man, you know, start talking about her breasts or something like that because, you know, that's just out of bounds. But, you know, I think if you tell her, you know, I like your hair like that or I like that hair color, it looks real good on you or something, I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. But you can let her know that you are noticing her, that she came in with a new dress or whatever the case is, and I think they can kind of feel, you know, what the situation is. I mean, you know how it is you like somebody on a job. you thinking about that moment you're going to see them during that day. You want to have something nice and complimentary to say to them. Just inch your way up to letting them know you're interested if you're taking a slow route. If you take the direct route, you just come on out and say what you got to say. But, you know, you can do it either way, whatever you feel comfortable with doing. But I always say, you know, keep it classy. Now, if a woman knows you and you spoke and then you text and you did all these things, now you can say a little bit more and do a little bit more. You know, just like the things I say here. Like, oh, no. But what he say, I wouldn't do this and that. But if, but if you know who I am, you can kind of accept it better. And you understand where I'm coming from. It's not just for shock value. It's for me saying what's real. So I say let me respect that. Okay. All right. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. Brought to you by Truth Devour and a host of others. Let me go to um a Skype caller. And caller, what's your name? Hi. Um Sophia. Sophia, how are you? Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> good. I'm what state are you calling from? From California. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a couple of things. I think first when I think it's not really cool when a guy thinks like he has a, his playbook and he's just kind of going about it like this is how all women want to be, you know, approached because mm-hmm. it's kind of authentic and real because every human being is completely different and they have a particular way of needing to be approached to or approached at. And um, anyway, I've had some situations at work as well where the guys are interested, and they're sitting with me. I mean, it's, I like it. It's nice. We're, uh, they're just feeling it out very innocently. And you know it's innocent because it feels innocent with a crush. Um, very, um, they're curious as hell, and, um, but they're not doing anything. So it's kind of like, which is fine because I'm like, um, they just don't have the guts to follow through. That's what I feel. Right. It's like they're just so curious. And um, because you can feel when someone's really liking you. And then I had one guy, one guy was speaking in his actions, like, you know, the one woman just saying where the guy's doing everything for you. Can I get this for you? Can I get that for you? And then one guy's just throwing out the compliments. But it's like, again, that's like hot air. It's like, 
you're so amazing, you're so this, and like, okay, yeah, great, that's nice, and <laughs> you're cool, but, you know, well, I'm looking for authentic, I'm looking for someone to be authentic and real, and like, you know, that's great, when you're going to ask me out, I mean, I don't pursue men, and I don't have a desire to get his number and call him, I think, you know, if you're interested, then the right one will step up. Okay, okay. And I, I have one more. I, w- I have one more. Sure. And I wanted to know what you guys thought about this. Okay, so there was a guy at the gym, and um, he's a brother, and he came into class, and then he was in class for a while, and all of a sudden he started hugging me in a way that I'm like, okay, dude, you're hugging me like I'm your woman. Um, and in the beginning it was fine because I really thought he was sweet and cute and nice, and it, it felt genuine, and then it, it then turned into something kind of like, I can feel the sex, <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, this is not okay if I'm not your woman. So, and then all of a sudden he freaked out on me. I mean, I'm being so cool with him, and then all of a sudden he's like, totally um, avoided me for a whole month, and I'm like, okay, this is great. You're giving me what I want, space, <laughs> and and then all of a sudden he comes back into class a month later. Well, we're in class for a whole month, not communicating, and he comes back as if nothing ever happened, and I want to say grope me, but I'm being, you know, I'm exaggerating, but it was kind of a grope, but kind of like, see, again, touch me in a particular way that a man would touch his wife or his girlfriend, and okay. I'm like, this guy's psycho, and um, I just had to take a different tone with him because I didn't, it was really kind of, I was really down with it, but then he went psycho on me. I'm like, I have to pull away from this dude because he's not, grounded, rational, um, loopy, I, you know, I just had to pull away, and I had to set some boundaries, and then he didn't follow, he didn't read those boundaries as she doesn't want to be touched or approached, he wasn't reading those, he was like oblivious to my physical manners, and then, and then I had to physically, I did something silly, I had to physically give him a gesture, not F you, I didn't do that, I did another gesture for him to get the hint, Dude, I really don't want you touching me. I don't trust you, and you're whack. <laughs> that was a lot, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, you're gonna have some some people who just don't get the hint, or they kind of move to the beat of their own drum. Um, totally. Now, as far as him stepping away for like a month or something like that, maybe he thought that um, he wasn't making the progress he wanted to make. And he took his interest elsewhere, but then ultimately saw you in something nice and said, oh, she's looking good today. Let me step back to her again. It can be a number of reasons. Um, you never know how some people respond, but hopefully um, it's nothing that's prob- problematic for you, um, you know, in the future. And Not that he just That's good. Yeah. Well, that's good. But all right, I'm going to place you back on hold. I might come Thank back to you if I have another question. And I'm sorry, what was your name one more time? Sophia. Sophia, okay. Yeah. All right. And um, so, all right, let me go to you, Buck. Uh, And this is the last question as far as the workplace is concerned, Buck. Uh, When a person is on the job and they're not picking up on your hints, you know, you have to kind of walk that thin line because you don't want to be an HR issue. Do you just let it go or do you, you know, Try harder. Do you push the envelope a little bit? Take a chance if you think that person is feeling it. 
If the person thinks feeling it, uh, I'm not, you know, and they're just, you know, there may be instances where they're just not, you know, they don't want to, you know, actually entertain that during work. So you're going to try to, you know, maybe, you know, catch them when they walk in the parking lot or something like that, um, you know, when work is done and and see, you know, hey, you, you know, I was just checking with you to see if, you know, you'd like to go out and, you know, get a few drinks, my treat, or get some get some dinner, my treat, something like that, and see, you know, but, you know, when you clock out, you know, not doing it, you know, while you, you know, still on the, you know, still on the clock per se. Just, you know, if you think the person is really feeling, you know, you know, try to get it on a setting to where they're, you know, after work, you know, where they, you know, where, you know, they may not be as, you know, they don't have those boundaries up while they're at work, but the boundaries come down when they hit that clock. So just try to, you know, do it afterwards versus, you know, during. Okay. And um, I think when you're outside, you do feel a little a little more um, confident. Now, of course, you can still get and catch an HR case, even if you're not in the building, um, even if you're out and about. And for some most companies, but um, I think it does give you a little more confidence when you kind of catch them outside a little bit as opposed to into the walls of the building. But um, let's see on Facebook, Christina says maybe it's just me, but I do not approach guys. Is that bad or not, Crystal? What, I'll let you comment on that. Is that bad to not, to not approach guys? Um, I don't think it's bad. But I do think that, like I said before, women do not need to approach guys. When um, a guy is actually interested in in her, he will approach her. You know, um, she just has to be open to it. If she's not open to meet anyone, then of course, then that may be giving off a certain vibe. So he may not approach her because he's seeing that. But um, but if you're open and you're smiling and you're, you know, you're talking to him when he speaks to you or whatever and you're looking at him and he doesn't approach you, then he's probably not that interested in you. That's, that's how I'd say that. But I also wanted to comment on what Sophia said since she asked um, mm-hmm. about the guy in the gym. Mm-hmm. I would like to say that this guy sounds to be very socially awkward uh, because, you know, he, he started out. He started out just talking to her, and everything is cool, and everything's fine. And then he he did the jump that mm-hmm. awkward people do. They go from regular, okay, to boom, now I can touch you and be with you. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. And then he got, he's, he got so embarrassed, probably within himself, that he had to stay away from her until he got over that. And then he started right back where he left off. It's like, okay, damn. So, yeah, he's just, he's really socially awkward. And and sometimes that can be okay for some women. I mean, they may go, you know what, let me take the reins here and say, look, (laughs) why don't we do this and, you know, slow him down or whatever if she's interested. But usually it just comes off really creepy. (laughs) And, and it turns women off. So I think if if a guy, if you've done that before or you feel like you, you think that's okay, then don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Okay. You, you just scare somebody off because you are coming off really weird and awkward and creepy. It could have been so, so, uh, social awkwardness. So that's that's a good good perspective, Crystal. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, too. And um, <laughs> I, I do have one more question for you, though, um, on Facebook. Kimmy says, when I've been direct with guys, they have shied away. And Let's see, and being direct is big for me because I'm a shy person. Is it good or bad? Any suggestions? Maybe I I need to do stronger hints. All right, so she's the opposite of Christina. She says that she mm-hmm. will go after them. Is that good or bad? What I found from my perspective from men, because um, I've had lots of guys who are just my friends, sort of, and they usually don't like that. They think it's kind of odd at first. You know, they think either they're a whore, <laughs> okay, somebody they're just going to fuck with, or they think it's a little odd, kind of like the guy in the gym. You know, it's like, what is she uh-huh. doing? <laughs> you know, let me let me do this. You know, I, I got this. Um, but if she comes off too strong, and maybe he's he could be thinking, well, she's cute, but there's probably something going on mentally or something else going on in her life that makes her a little desperate. And so, you know, so you don't, you may not want to get with her because maybe she's a little bit desperate, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I I would say to any woman, just do the subtlety because men do pick up on that because they're watching you. They pick up on that. If they're not approaching you, it's because they really don't want to be with you or they're socially awkward and they don't know what to do next. They're amazed that you're actually interested, so they don't know what to do. So I don't know if you really, really want to get with that kind of guy either because then you have to teach him a lot of stuff unless you're a teacher and you don't mind that. <laughs> so. That's my comment on that. Okay. All right. T'Angela chimed in on Facebook. She said, um, in reference to the groper uh, with Sophia, she said, yeah, that is super whack. All right. So, uh, Ray, let's let's change gears a little bit, Ray. Let's, Let's take it to, like, a place of business. Let's say you go to this Starbucks all the time, and, the, the you know, the lady behind the counter, you talk to her, three, four times a week when you go in there, you kind of into her. Um, I mean, there's no one in line at the time, so do you take more of a direct approach when it's someone you don't work with and someone like at a place of business, or do you kind of hesitate because you know that if things go wrong, you're going to see this person every time you come in there to get a coffee? Uh, no, I, th- I think you just kind of do what you feel, man. A lot of times you got to, just take a direct approach or see a lot of times when somebody trying to talk to the opposite sex, they overthink the situation. Go in, don't know what you're going to say, and just approach them and say, you know, whatever comes to your mind. Now, if you got a foolish mind, you shouldn't do that. But if you have a mind that, you know, you could say something to her or try and make her laugh. All women like to laugh. You rarely find a woman that does not like to laugh. So oh, you don't you make her laugh in laugh. bed. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's um, you know, most women like to laugh. So you approach right. them with something. Now, what I always do too, like um, you guys talked about the groping situation and this and that. I don't know because we here in one side of the situation, but. A guy should always fill a woman out if she's the type that when you come through the door, she can't speak. And this, I know that's less common down south right here. You know, women don't speak unless they know you. So 
you say, well, all right, I see a female, she thinks she all that, never speak to her, never pay her no attention, never look at her. So when everybody else is chasing and looking and doing this and that, she's going to go out her way to get your attention. And when she go out her way to get your attention, now you know she's interested. But if she doesn't, hey, you leave her alone. But at the same time, you got a company function, you show up, you make sure you got something official on your arm. Make sure you're official from your head mm. to your toe. Now she ain't got no choice but to respect you. Now when she sees you, she understands that, oh, okay, he got other things going on. I'm not as hot as I may think I am, and he's not concerned with me. Why is that? And that's going to make her start chasing, guaranteed. <laughs> okay. All right, Chris, I'll give you an opportunity to comment. By the way, um, halfway through that, Tiandra said that she agreed with you 100%. She said that um, I skipped some steps. But um, go ahead, Crystal. Go ahead and make your comment. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you and a little bit at you. <laughs> I've heard that before. But, okay, I mean, uh, the, the first thing I thought about when he was saying that, about, you know, completely ignore the girl. I was like, oh, yeah, I love it when guys completely ignore me. I love that. It just turns me on. <laughs> and then when I see him with somebody else, oh, man, I am just totally into him now. <laughs> like, what? Um, I don't know. Maybe some women actually get off on that. But I don't think most women do, okay? Most women, if they if they see you and you don't, Talk to him. You don't. You don't even look at him. You don't smile at everybody else is having a conversation, but you are looking at somebody else. I'm like, okay, dick. <laughs> you know, fuck you too, dude. <laughs> uh, you know. And then I see him with, you know, someone official. I'm like, okay, well, damn. All right, there it is. I mean, I ain't gonna be told but twice. You know? <laughs> so I'm done. You know. I mean, I'm moving on. I don't know who does that. I mean, who goes, oh, my God, I totally want to be with him now. He totally doesn't want to be with me. I mean, I, <laughs> that's weird to me. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some I, people get off I, on that. I just kind of odd. <laughs> I get what he's saying, though, sometimes. And um, and Tiandra but to Play the hard to get. Oh, please. She said, time for that. well, first of all, she said Ray is giving away the game. And she said everyone likes a challenge, Crystal. So No, uh, men like the challenge. Women don't like challenges like that shit. Uh, men like challenges. Woman, she well, maybe, women. whatever. But see, no, all men like what they can't have. And whether a guy, that's why famous guys get it off, not just because they're rich. If you come in, say you got Alicia Keys, a Beyonce-type woman on your arm, she's uh-huh. saying, damn, when I look at this chick, I know I'm not on that level. So, therefore, I might be hot on the job because they're a bunch of, you know, booger bears or whatever that work here with you. Okay, uh-huh. now, uh, what is it about him that this female likes? Uh-huh. And That's that not going to make me want to get with him. That's going to make me go, fine, I'm done. Then they're they walking back and forth and, you know, might ask you a stupid okay. question. 
Right. Like, do you know what time it is? Do you know she got a cell phone and she's not wearing a watch? I know yeah, what time you know, it is. You tell her what time it is and, you know, oh, I didn't think you was going to say nothing to me. You act like you mad all the time. You try to strike up a conversation. Oh, I know where it's going. Now you chase me. Okay. Okay. This is, All right. This is not All right. I agree. Okay. Okay. Right. I agree with that. If you're talking about a certain type of woman, I'm talking about women who actually got something going on. Okay. I don't. I don't understand that shit. Okay. I mean, what? What? I'm not chasing you. You don't want to be with me. We good. Let me let Sophie I don't, I mean, chime in. Let me let, let, let her. Let's talk you. I, I don't. I don't understand. I'm sorry. Hi guys. I'm sorry. Hey, what do you think about that? Do you think that, you know, if a, if a woman sees a guy taking his interest elsewhere, um, it may make her a little more interested because some women want what they can't have? I mean, where do you fall on this? Um, I don't agree. I don't think that um, – I don't play games. I'm very direct. I think a man's playing a game, games with me, like – Kind of what you just said earlier, it's kind of like, kind of reminds me of the guy at the gym where it's like, okay, if you pull away for a month and let me see if I'm going to come to you, well, that's not going to work because I want a man that's consistent. I like, you, you're consistent in the beginning. At least just keep it friendship. Show up. Women want a man to show up. Mm-hmm. No, and, and no, I know, that wouldn't like appeal to me. Just because he has someone else prettier on, it doesn't mean it's real. I'm all over the place okay. right now. Okay. No, no, no. I, I understand what you're saying, and and actually, um, I've, I mean, and of course, this doesn't apply to everyone, but I actually know exactly what what Ray is talking about, and I've seen guys do it to you women on many occasions you know, too. The, uh, you know what? The woman that played like that game is probably an insecure woman. Thank Brava. you. Brava. Yeah, she's so insecure. She's not. She doesn't respect herself. She has low self esteem. And yeah, she's gonna yep. suck it up and take whatever she can get. And uh, well, yeah, a lot of times exactly. what the guys are looking for. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we're whatever. looking for something else. Guys, <laughs> you know, when, when a lion hunts in the Serengeti, he's looking for the weakest antelope. So uh, <laughs> that's just how it goes. But uh, not to wow. be too crude with it. I'm just telling you like it is how some guys think. So. All right, so we'll switch gears again. You got it. Okay. We'll switch gears again. And uh, Crystal, let me go back to you, and then I'll go to Buck. Crystal, Facebook can be a very difficult place to connect with someone. All right. Mm -hmm. So how do you show a Facebook friend that you're into them? It could be someone you know, someone you used to work with, or maybe someone you don't know, you just happen to friend them because you have mutual friends, whatever the situation how do you let them know that you're into them? Or how does one let well, them know? Maybe not necessarily you. Number one, if I already, first if I already know them, you know, like as you said, from the past or work or whatever, um, then I'd say, hey, give me a call. <laughs> okay, let's take this shit offline. <laughs> you know, give me a call. Um, or give me a call when you're in town or give me a call, whatever. Let, in other words, let's connect on a real level. All right. Mm-hmm. Um if I don't know them, me personally, it probably will never happen. But if for some reason, you know, you know, he's, his name is Dwayne Johnson or something like that, then uh, maybe I would, 
I would say my number is 248-blah-blah-blah-blah, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Um, but, but in other words, I would try to take it offline. Um, like if I knew he was coming in town or if I knew I was going to be in town, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, I would say, hey, I'm going to be in wherever in, you know, next week. So maybe we should hook up and go to lunch or catch, you know, whatever. Um, then, in other words, I would take it offline. That that would be my course is to try to get him into the real world with me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's what I would do. And I, I think that works better. I don't do a lot of online chatting back and forth with people I'm actually interested in because I, I, if I'm interested, I want to see you. I want to be with you, you know. So mm-hmm. I want you to come into my world, like, you know, get into my car. <laughs> you know, I want you to, you know. Get into my car. Who are you, yeah. Billy Ocean? Yeah, exactly. Ocean. See, that's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> Billy Ocean, get into my car. Get out of my fucking dreams, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, get, get some real shit happening. <laughs> no one under four, no one under thirty-five knows that, but uh, that's actually right there. And uh, let's see, my man Rod chimed in on Facebook. He says, um, "How do you show a Facebook friend you're into them? Just keep poking them and liking all of their pics." <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I hate work. being poked. Hate that being always works. I don't quite understand it. <laughs> To be honest with you, it's annoying. It's like being poked for real. Ugh. So, <laughs> Buck, what do you think, man? Um, I, I, let me ask you this, Buck: Is inboxing someone the best way to show you're interested, or should you maybe comment on their wall first and kind of build a rapport? Well, uh, I'm like Krista. I'd rather get them into me, you know, you know, get them into the real world, get them out of that, you know, get them out to. Off the the. Uh, There's only one way to do that. it, though. You gotta you gotta talk yep. to them to do it. Yeah, you gotta talk to them. I guess you know, you know what I'll try to do is you know get the, you know I'm not gonna sit there and do, you know be liking everything that they have and all that kind of crap. I'm not gonna do all that. My thing is I'd rather try to talk to them personally via Facebook or Twitter or what have you, you know, to see if I can get them to, you know, to respond. But so you're gonna inbox. Like uh, I'll inbox them, you know, so therefore, you know, I'd rather, you know, I'm going to inbox them, see, you know, see if we can set up, you know, uh, you know, a date or something like that, you know, if that's the way that, you know, to me, that would be the best way because just because you like something that they put on Facebook, that then it may get you recognized, but that really, you're really not talking to the person. All you're doing is liking what they like. And you really, I mean, some of that, some things, we all know that some things that are posted on Facebook are just posted. You know, they, it, it may not be, it just, you know, it may be just the flavor of the day or whatever. So they may not be the real them. They just doing that just because, you know, it may be trendy or whatever. So, right. you know, inboxing them, I think, would be the best, your best option. So that way, you know, you can, you know, you can try to get to know them that way and try to get them, you know, that kind of break the ice, so to speak, and try to go from go that route and see if you can't get them in the real world because ultimately you want to see them, you want to talk to them, if you're interested, you know, you don't want to be saying you're interested in somebody in the picture is 20, you know, 10, 15 years old, and they don't look like that when you run up into them. And, you know, they're looking like Skeletor or some shit. You run up so, <laughs> Yeah, I heard You want to get them in the real world and check them out. <laughs> I mean, because we, I, I mean, there's too. a lot of, there's a lot of damn pictures on there that, you know, 10, 15, 20 years old, 
And these jokes uh-huh. ain't look like that since high school, or you know, or even you know, something like that. You you want to see what, what what time it is, and getting them in the real world gets them out of this this virtual okay. world, so to speak. That inboxing can be dangerous though, because if you don't say the right thing, man, then you you pretty much lost before you started. But uh, let's see, Tiandra chimed in and said, "Oh my God, I just had this go on for months. Pokes are annoying." So, and Crystal, she said, "You a trio for what you said." Crystal, the first time you've been referred to as being trio. How about that? Let me go to the 601 <laughs> area code. <laughs> Probably not. The Magnolia State of Mississippi. And bring on my man Eminem. He's been dubbed as the Minister of Sexual Affairs. Eminem, what's happening, man? Hey, what up, you? What about your world? The Minister of Sexual Affairs? That's kind of cool. That's what Alex calls him. That's what Alex calls him. Uh, Christina says, I don't like poking. I don't like that poking either. I get a lot. All right. Uh, Eminem, uh, this will be the last one on this topic, but would you be willing to sit back and do nothing um, instead of letting a crush know that you have interest in them? You know, you have some people who just will not approach. They're going to wait on whatever that perfect opportunity they think is going to happen. So they'll just sit back and wait and never do anything. Are you? Would you ever be? Would you ever sit back and just wait on that perfect time, or do you have to just step in and let your feelings be known when it's all said and done? Um. Well, it's 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 kind of one of them things where, uh, you you have to kind of look at the personality of the person. Like, uh, you have like, you have opportunists, and then you have people that uh, just react. You know, it's not not a lot of planning and nothing. They just react to it, like you know, um, sort of like the the comment uh, I think Crystal was making about you know some dude annoying. You know, they you just trying to go in the store and buy something, and you know somebody trying to hide. You got that type of shit, and then you have you know somebody just kind of scope out the scene, and you know uh, they ain't gonna wait too long, but they just kind of you know. Uh, scope it out a little bit and just happen to bump into you the right time when they think you're not, you know, when it's going to pretty much work in your favor. Uh, so it really depends on the personality of the person. Now, me, myself, you know, like I said, I'm a predator, man. Well, used to be. So, you know, uh, I, I like to try to, you know, get you at your absolute weakest. So, you know, I always like perusing places like laundromats and shit, you know, so... Uh, you know, you're using less when chicks in there with the, you know, the head going to be fucked up a little bit. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, and me being a, you know, artist, I can, you know, I still see what you, if you, you know, if you look nice, you're going to look like nice regardless. But at the same time, when you off peak, you know, then, you know, we, we're more humble in, in, in understanding. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know what I'm saying? If you like to keep a, a good batting average, you know what I'm saying? You tend to do things to work in your favor more. So, um, but as far as that poking and all that stuff, man, I'm old school. Poke mean one thing to me. Poke mean poke. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh, but, uh, you know, okay. all that electronic shit, man, it's just like after that damn show Catfish came out, I'm surprised people even still doing anything on the fucking Internet. Know. You know, unless it's somebody you work with or something, and you just kind of sending them something nasty that you can't send at work because you might be fired. But, you know, that would be cool, but... But just on a whim, like, man, hell, they probably not even that person. Well, you never know. 
You never know. So you could you, be uh, catfish. Uh, I, I know you might remember this. Well, even though this is not a person that you actually know, but I, I know you remember this. You remember the uh, <laughs> uh, the CD uh, that you had produced, I think, with your cousin on a PlayStation or something, and the chick that was <laughs> that model, whatever that was on the CD. Cover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, see, shit like that. Somebody had that up there, and you thinking that's who you're talking to. Like, shit. Right. Man, the joke was like, Aunt yeah. Esther, time four. And I wonder where that girl is anyway. She was uh, from Baton Rouge, I think. But anywho. Um, oh, that was a real person? Oh, okay. I thought that was the internet. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, not. Nah, nah, that was something. I had to get her permission to use her photo for that CD cover. Oh, so, oh, uh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that might be just some, you know, nah, you just it type in like image. Uh, image search for big booty chicks or something, and, you know, just a nope. bunch of shit pop up. No, nope. that was a booty that I met. But uh, <laughs> Christina chimed in. <laughs> she said inboxing is fine with her. If she's not interested, she'll give an excuse just to be nice. And that's cool because most people, if you inbox them and they're not interested, they're not going to respond half the time. Or some of them will even put you on blast on their wall. So uh, that's cool. And <laughs> let's see. Wow. And Eminem, Tiandra says hello. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Let me uh well let let me um well let me ask a question that um let's see, Ann on Facebook asked a question when I mentioned that you know, is it okay to kind of post on someone's wall to build a rapport so you can earn trust to get into their inbox? Um, which sounds kind of like a innuendo. Um Crystal, what do you think that's why people post on some women's pages like guys who you may not know, maybe have a mutual friend, if your privacy settings allow them to post on your wall, do you think they're doing that to try to build a rapport with you? Um, you know, maybe, but I think um what I think what Buck was saying, that people a lot of times will just like something because they are interested in whatever you just posted. I've had guys post on my wall or like something or comment uh, simply because they're interested in that topic. And I notice that that's, you know, a particular topic is what they tend to always post on. So uh-huh. I don't really think that, you know, this person is interested in me. I think they just, they agree with, you know, those particular types of posts. Um, and, I mean, yeah, you may, what I have experienced is that a person may post on your wall or, or, you know, like something, but they don't do it as too often before they actually inbox you, okay? So I've had that happen where someone will post something on my wall and then, boom, they're inboxing me, you know, you know and, and wanting to get deeper into the conversation or something or whatever. So it doesn't take too long. So you can fill those out pretty quickly because they, they respond. They, they inbox you or whatever. So, so what you're saying in layman's terms, basically, the 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 dudes that just go straight to inbox and all the uh, niggas out there that's married and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I, I, to me, I assume every guy is married, you know, or in a relationship. That's how I, I view every man, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, because you know, that's how niggas are. 
So Okay. Well let me ask uh let me get let me get Sophia to chime in. Sophia, um I think I remember you saying you don't chase guys, so would you be willing to sit back and never say anything and allow a potential good guy to get away? Um or would you have to try to muster up the the uh, aggression to make your feelings known some kind of way? Um, yes. I actually did the message thing with a guy that I knew on Facebook. This is a guy I knew for probably two years. He's in my neighborhood. Um, he's a yoga teacher. Had a nice rapport with him. And, you know, it was one of those subtle kind of uh, build, connection kind of build. Mm-hmm. And um, one day I saw him in the middle of the street and was like, he screamed at me first. I'm like, boy, I felt that. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Are you in Southern California? Where are you meeting these guys again? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, well, God, I mean, I know there's always been a little spark between us, but then I said, you know what, I'm going to message him. And I did. He didn't respond back. Um, I'm pretty intuitive, so I picked up on some other things, but you know what's really funny with that? It's like, always follow your instincts. Um, Just because, I always say, just because he looks good or she looks good doesn't mean we should be going out. I always think, you know, there's other underlying current, underlying, underlying things that, mm-hmm. you know, we don't always see that maybe we should be going out with that person. Maybe they really aren't available. Maybe, gay. maybe right. he's gay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Cal is really Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, freak with an axe. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Sometimes gay guys they just want to be friends with you, so they they talk to you and they look really good, but they talk to you and they have, you know, they may not be that um, extravagant gay guy. They may just be a regular gay guy, you know, and um, he just likes you. And then you learn later. And I wish every gay guy could have a, like a symbol or a sign on their button or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, oh, and you want to say, start it letter gay people now. <laughs> I'm just saying, most gay guys that I have met usually um, have been kind of flamboyant, kind of obvious, in other words. Um, but there could be, you know, guys who are kind of like in the middle. They're they're very masculine on a general level, but they're homosexual. Mm-hmm. So they if they say that, you know, to you, I think that's a courtesy if they want to be your friend. To say, um, especially if you come after them and you go, well, you know, hey, maybe we could go, you know, grab some coffee or something. I mean, um, if he sees you talking like that, he says, okay, look, girl, okay, honey, honey, <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> okay. Well, but, yeah, I want to grab coffee with you. I so, mean, I think that would be a like, courteous thing to do. I guess it <laughs> would be courteous you feel if they like just, you're, yeah, you know, if they just came out and told people that it would be courteous, but... We we don't want Crystal in power because she's going to have a concentration camp where she's going to brand all of the <laughs> no, gay I men. No, I would not. So totally she will no. know if they're gay or straight or not when they approach her. Look, so, hey, I'm for, all about freedom, man. You, who, vote, be who you are. Responsibly. That's all I'm And uh, let's see, Christina said that she would not, she said, I would do nothing at all because I feel that if they were interested, then he would at least give me a sign. So she says she's go. not approaching. She'll just let him go on about his business 
ended up marrying her neighbor before she stepped to him. Um, so, and yeah, Tianja talked about the downloads, the download ones, yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, and, and just a side note, just a, a public service announcement from T2Q. To all of the brothers out there who are on the download, you're doing the world a disservice. Come out. Oh, yeah. Let everyone totally. know who you are and who you like, and everyone can, you know, go on with their lives. Stop, you know, victimizing these women. That's just, it's not right. It's just not right. <laughs> looking to jump the broom and have a healthy and successful marriage. That's Tuesday, September wow. 29th at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Brought to you by Truth Devourer, Crystal Hickerson, and Knots for Change. All right. Before we get into our final thoughts, um, I do want to throw out a question. This is something that um, someone brought up to me on Facebook a couple of days ago. Uh, I'm sorry, not on Facebook, actually on the phone a couple of days ago. And we were talking about um, there is a landmark here. I'm in, you know, Jackson, Mississippi, and there's a landmark here. Um, It's a big body of water called the Ross Barnett Reservoir. Now, Ross Barnett was a known racist from the 60s. So there are some people who have suggested that maybe they should change the name of the reservoir because it was named after someone who was a known racist. Now, of course, back in the day, it wasn't that big of a deal, but 50 years later, it's a big deal to some people. So when you give your final thoughts, if you want to comment and ask if, you know, renaming places that have been named after known racists is okay, is it a part of history, we should leave it alone so we can remember how we've overcome, blah, 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 whatever the situation, you can give your opinion on that if you want. But if not, just give your thoughts on the show tonight. And um, let's see. Buck, I'll start with you, and then I'll go to Ray. All right. You were kind of breaking up on that. I couldn't hear it. Did you repeat that question? I'm sorry. Your, your final thoughts on tonight's show? No, the show is excellent. I mean, I, I like the feedback that we're getting on, on all the topics tonight. Um you know, when you're out there, you know, regardless of whether you're online or when you're out there, you know, at a bar or wherever you might be, you know, wherever you go to meet new people, um, this thing is in, and it's very important, you know, to, you know, make sure you listen. Make sure that you're paying attention to the other person to pick up the, you know, pick up, you know, the little subtleties or what have you. Um, and make sure you be genuine. That's the most important thing. You know, don't bullshit. You know, just come straight out and be 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 real. And that's important because if you're gonna bullshit on the first date, what else, what other shit are you gonna bullshit about? So I'd rather you be straight, be straight up with me than to bullshit. So you just take those few little things, you know, communicate, and you know, make sure everything's on up and up. I think you know it, you know, has potential of doing, you know, being good down the road. So hopefully some of these tips that we talked about tonight will help some of those out there that may be struggling with it and waiting on a bit of zone coverage since I was missed it last night. Those that are staying on, can't wait. The ones that are not staying on, like Crystal, have a good night. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. And Ray? 
Yeah, well, um, renaming uh, things that were named after people who, you know, everybody may not consider an honorable person, I think really you should kind of leave it the way it is. I'm quite mm-hmm. sure we had some presidents and everything else is all money and whatever that felt a certain way. That don't mean you should change who is on a $20 bill or 5 or whatever the case is, a $50 bill or whatever, just leave it like it is. I mean, if you don't like who is named after, you don't have to go there. But um, as far as uh, approaching people goes, I think as long as you're respectful, you have a, a positive approach. I don't think it's really no harm in it. I think a lot of people put too much thought into trying to approach somebody or trying to be somebody who they're not, you know, just come up and be honest, you know, or use a little sense of humor. Like I say, everybody likes to laugh. Hey, did you see, did you see the perfect man? I hear it's a good movie. No, I haven't heard it yet. It, I, I heard that too. Okay, well, won't you come see it with me Saturday night? Now either she's going to say yes or she's going to say no. Chances are she's going to laugh first because she caught off guard. So if you don't know what to say, just, you know, just be yourself. And I think that's the message that a lot of people need to, to get, you know. The woman can say yes, but she can say no. And if she say no, you have to just let it go. But try and prove to her at the same time that she made a mistake, particularly if you work together. And over time... A lot of times they will realize they made a mistake because the person that they with, they thought was all that, is going to let them down in some kind of way over the next year or so. But a good show, great topic, and, you know, look forward to the next one. All right. Thank you, sir. And you can hang on for some zone coverage for sure. And, Sophia, would you like to give your final thoughts? I definitely appreciate you joining tonight's show. Thank you for letting me have a have a loud mouth on your show. Um, uh, yeah. You know, I'm partial on that one. I think um, they do take some monumental things and change it, change the name sometimes, but I kind of mix on that one, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I think okay. maybe leave it. Um, everyone was a racist, you know? Everyone did something bad. I mean... It's kind of it's just a time like yeah it was the error unfortunately yeah but if yeah. it was nowadays but if it was nowadays someone came up like that like like Cosby they're gonna tear your ass down true <laughs> you know so true. it's different yeah just do that out there okay and your final thoughts on the topic tonight as far as how to get someone you know relationship to notice you yeah um you know what I think I think my approach always I mean I think just be yourself. Be relaxed. As long, you know what? If you're with somebody and you feel good with them, that's more than enough. I mean, that's that says volumes. Um, I think if you're giving, if, if you're really hanging out with someone, you know, whether you're having lunch, if that's a genuine connection, and it's, a, it's, you know, and it can expand because someone's not married or, and there's no there's no game playing, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just as long as you're yourself and um, especially in the work environment, sometimes that's the easiest. To really get to know someone, I wouldn't always say date the person you work with, but definitely getting to know them is you. It, it can be possible, It can be very easy. 
Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate, again, you joining the show every Tuesday and Wednesday. Please do. You can go to talktheq.com to get more information on upcoming shows and Click the follow button wherever you see me. I'm on Facebook under Thank Q, and that's Thank Q-U-E. I'm on Twitter at Talk to Q. When all else fails, you can Google T2Q. All right. Um, let's see. Crystal, your final thoughts? Okay. Um, first of all, regarding, um, was it Ross Barnett in uh, Mississippi? <laughs> I would have to say <laughs> Don't hate on I my would have state. To say, hey. Hey. Sorry. I'm sorry. I heard that right. Hey, that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> in case you didn't know. <laughs> but uh-huh. anywho. Um I would say that um I I would have also have to be on the fence. I think mainly just leave it as it is, unless it's unless you're on the level of like Hitler or something. Um, I mean, I think you should just leave it because a lot of times those roads or whatever are named or monuments or whatever, they're named for an event or for what that person did for that particular area. And it really had nothing to do with the fact that the person is a racist or whatever they are. Um, But... And a lot of it, so yeah, sometimes it's really named because of the family name, too. It's just they own that land. <laughs> That's why it's called Ross Road or whatever. But, you know, I, I, I'd i say leave it for that area, especially in certain areas. Like, I'm sorry, if you're in the Deep South and something is named by a racist, that's probably everybody in your freaking town. <laughs> or, that's a lot of or <laughs> every river and every street and every fucking courthouse. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's that's one of their ter- territories. So what are you going to do? Name the whole name the whole town? I mean, come on. So unless they've done something really horrific and not just a, a thought process, I'd say leave it. Um, as far as um, you know, you know, getting getting out trying to date someone or, or making yourself known. Um, like other people have said, you know, just be yourself, really. That's really what it is about. I think what attracts mm-hmm. women, and <clears throat> at least what attracts women, uh, I know it's all about confidence when it comes from men. It's all about confidence. You can. I've had guys say the most ridiculous, off-the-wall shit to me. Mm-hmm. But they were so confident in the way they said it, it literally, like Ray was saying, it just made me laugh. It was so hilarious. And it was, it just, and that breaks the ice. And, or, damn, you're such a dick. <laughs> but you're in a good way. <laughs> it's so hilarious. But it, but it's because you're, you're confident about who you are. You're owning who you are. Or even if you're a nerd or whatever. I mean, you are, you're being that. You're owning that. And I think that is the most, the most attractive thing. More so than anything else than trying to be something that you're not. Like you're a nerd trying to have swagger or something, or you're a guy who's obviously a pimp but trying to be a nice guy. It's like, okay, we know who you are. So just be who you are. Was that a reference and, to someone on the show? Uh, of course not. Of course not. Uh, <laughs> just be, because we can see you a mile away, baby, just like we can see the nerds a mile away, we can see the pimps a mile away. I mean... <laughs> 
cards. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, so just be who you are. And, again, it's all in the approach. It's all in the approach, absolutely. So, okay. um, unfortunately, I won't be able to join you guys for um, your football for sports. Coverage, but, yeah, for sports, unfortunately. But um, I'll try to catch it next time. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure you will. And I'll, and, I, and I'll definitely tune in next week to learn how the hell can I get married. I think it's a little late for that. But, you know, it can happen. It's yeah. never too late. It's Stranger too things late. have happened. I got some. <laughs> I have some ideas that you all can probably appreciate, so I'll throw them out, and we'll see what you think about them. And, and Chris, I know you're just just ecstatic to have another woman and hear another female voice on the phone. I know you were ecstatic about Sophia calling in, so. I think you're more ecstatic. (laughs) I am, too. I love new callers. Of course you do. Thank you, Crystal. And... Eminem, shut it down, man. Oh, man, great show. Uh, Shout out to Tay, what's going on? Miss Future CPA, she might already be CPA now, I don't know. But, uh, uh, man, uh, as far as uh, namesakes and stuff like that, you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, it all depends on the, the horrificness of the, the stuff, you know what I'm saying, but just somebody, you know, being a racist or whatever, I mean, that's that's pretty much the norm, and, you know, it's more than just the South, too. You got, you know, just different forms, but if somebody actually, you know, killed a lot of people and, you know, raped, you know, women and babies and all that shit, I'd say take the shit down. But, uh, um, but you know, but just in general, no, nah, name is nothing, because in that case, and for the people that's, you know, not familiar with, you know, some of the stuff dealing with specifically with the reservoir, 90% of the reservoir, if not more, is in a majority white county anyway outside of Jackson. You know, people reference Jackson a lot, but that's not really even in Jackson. Just a small portion of it is. So it shouldn't be a problem. So, um, But as far as, like, you know, just, you know, d- dropping signs, there's no how-to on anything. I think, you know, Buck references better than anybody else. You know, you just got to be yourself. But now with being yourself, this is where the asterisk comes in at. You know, everybody got different personalities. So one person's version of being they self might be told the opposite of somebody else being they self. You know, so uh, if somebody's truly they self, ain't no, it ain't no one way to do nothing. It ain't no one way. The same shit this dude did that made the chick laugh. The other chick looked at you like, man, you one sick motherfucker. I'm about to call the police. And others would be just like, oh, you so silly. You know, you so crazy. I think I want to have your baby. You know what I'm saying? So it all depends on which way the wind blowing. You know, but uh, there's one constant variable and all that. If you call your local councilman, alderman, senator, House of Representatives, and tell them, push, 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 pass, 1313. You open up that filter. You don't have to play none of these love games, you know. Uh, uh, now, please, we have a lot of new listeners tonight uh, on Facebook and um, on the phone, so please briefly explain what Bill 1313 is for those who have never heard heard you on the show. Okay, in about a two or three word summary, legalized prostitution. It's the oldest profession in the world, in civilization, actually. So, past 1313, you know, 
ask for cash, <laughs> you see it, you know, and, uh, you know, hell, man, you ain't got to play all these love games, you know. Think about it. Who going to be left? You know, shit. Just a few purists out there and shit, you know. Hell, you know what I'm saying? You might have some of them Duggars slanging some Yang and shit. You know, they got that that untapped pussy, you know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers, all they looking well, at is The, the Duggars have been cruising day. Ashley Madison, so I don't know how untapped anything is with them. And then if you have, <laughs> if you have 19 kids, you pretty much tapping everything, so. Well, I mean, well, I'm talking about the kids, you know what I'm saying? You uh, only, you know, you only around siblings. So, you know, it probably won't be much to get them draws. You're like, hey, can I ride your bike? You say, yeah, shit. And you can ride something else, too. But, uh... <laughs> And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know, I know. Taking things out of left field. But I appreciate all the uh, input tonight um, from the people who called in. I had a caller on Skype I wasn't able to get to. I'm sorry. Uh, for the people on Facebook, uh, Tiandra, Ann, Christina, Ty Love, Kimmy, um, everyone who chimed in on Facebook, that was, was kind of cool being able to get all that feedback from you all. And for the people who joined the chat room as well, that was cool. So um, my thanks to my official sponsors, Truth Devour, Crystal Hickerson, and Knots for Change. Thanks to my show legends, callers, and Facebookers for participating on tonight's show and my tweet chatters that have participation on Twitter too. The upcoming show schedule can be found at talktoq.com. T-A-L-K, the number 2Q.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes or the Good Radio Network and get caught up. For those of you not into sports, have a good night and peace out. For everyone who want to talk a little football, stay on the line for some zone coverage. Hey, what up, Q? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Some zone coverage. 
Sorry about the audio dropout, fellas. Actually, I clicked the wrong thing. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number if you want to talk sports with us. And um, let's see, all you are with me, fellas? Double check. Yeah. Buck Ray. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. First thing I want to bring up: Eminem. Um, Demarco Murray hurt his hamstring in practice. And it's supposed to have an MRI tomorrow, man. Is this turning into a nightmare for you all? If um, if we don't just kind of <clears throat> put together some type of uh, not only a win but a convincing win that 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 that, that looks pretty sharp and crisp, like we're on the same page offensively, because defensively, uh, you know, everything seems to be okay. Uh, then. It might start getting kind of ugly, um, but it's but you know, like I say, it's real early right now. There's nothing to panic about. But you know, like I say, you know, um, with a with a you don't want nothing to. We definitely don't want nothing to turn into a debacle because when that happens, you know, um, like the comment, uh, of course, it supposedly was toward the the play of the team Sunday, but when uh, offensive tackle. Uh, Lane Johnson made the comment in, in about we pissed on our leg. You know, some people were saying that was more like a spur off at uh, you know Chip Kelly for basically you know dismantling the team. You know, uh, but mm-hmm. you know that just that that that's what I'm saying. That just you don't want stuff to get to the point where every little thing is a sound bite, every little thing you know. But the way to cure that is you know put a girl. Put together a couple of convincing wins, and um, then it'll just kind of go away. But right now, we are just the opposite of being 0-2 the way Seattle is 0-2. See, nobody's freaking out with Seattle being 0-2, but our 0-2, because we are so damn flat, now it looks like it could be like, okay, one, two more losses. Now it's going into that debacle, you know, everything will sound by, you know, the booze, the criticisms, the mm-hmm. locker room fallouts, and all that shit. So, uh, so, but the hamstring. I mean, I know it's frustrating for Demarco, but I mean, I, I think it's. I, I I think he, you know, he might doing some good just to get his mind right, because, you know, there's nothing to piss off a top-notch athlete like that more so than somebody not giving them the damn ball. So when you don't get the ball, then it makes you look like you're sorry. Kind of like how Mark Ingram uh, looked on the Sean Payton the first couple of years, because it's just like, well, you know, you still got to give him the damn ball. It's the NFL. You're not gonna run a motherfucker two or three times and and he get you know 45 yards. Here yeah, he might have to get 14 carries before he start breaking for 10 and and then exactly. a 15 and a 20. So, I mean, that's basic football. But you know, the last couple of weeks together, he ain't even damn near barely got 20 carries. I mean, that ain't crap. Eight, I think he had eight carries in the first game and, you know, 13 or something the last. That ain't nothing. Nope, not, for, not, not at all. Of, not for that type of running back. And, well, we'll see what happens. Um, if he is hurt for an extent, for a substantial amount of time, then, Ray, I know you're going to point the finger at him having that brand-new contract, ain't you? Because <laughs> he, yeah, he, he, you know, yeah. you, you know what I'm going with. <laughs> he was out there with, with, with gunshot wounds. He was, he was out there with gunshot wounds. And, and the problem is, 
And I'm going to keep on saying it because don't nobody do that shit for us. Fighting over money and this, this, this. Money is, is, is very important. But see, when you a guy, once you got $3 million, $4 million in the bank, you already rich. So when you say, well, damn, you know, I can't get top running back money because they don't want to pay. Okay, Dallas doesn't have but what they have, $6 million on the table for them or something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll take the six, because we can argue we could potentially be – I could potentially be playing behind the best offensive line in NFL history when it's all said and done. I ran for more yards than Emmitt Smith, the all-time leading rusher behind this line. Right. Okay, let me preserve my career and run behind this line. Instead, I'll go in a division rival – because I got greedy and I wanted more money. See, playing around a good team, what a lot of people don't understand is, in order for you to be on a good team, everybody has to get theirs. You can't be the only guy making money. You're the only guy making money, you're on a bad team. And the defensive linemen, there's no power to you if you can get it. But... Once you get your $100 million, say Robert Quinn, he got his money, what is that, $60 million or whatever it is. Now you can play Chris Long, you can play Michael Brockers, you can play Aaron Donald, and all everybody can stay together. Now you can't double-team me, you can't take my legs out, you can't do all these things because I've got the guys that I've built with on the side of me. And that's what DeMarco Murray don't understand. Now you're walking the sideline looking foolish. Because right now you could have had a field day. Get these all pros. Okay, we don't have our starting quarterback. We can lean on our running games. Could have worked his way to the Hall of Fame one day. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Like I say again, Tom Brady, three years, $27 million extension. He understands that I'm going to be rich forever. He understands (laughs) that he's got endorsements. He understands that when it's all said and done, they're going to talk about me being the greatest quarterback, whether it's 75 years from now. They're like, Yogi Berry just passed. Rest in peace. But they still talking about me. He plays in 63. Yeah. You understand? That's what it's about. Now you got these town chancellors and all these guys like you. You're a great ball player. But you crawling your ass back in here now because you realize they won't pay you and you realize you playing the Bears with a backup quarterback. Now, when all the stats change, everybody, well, Cam came back. That's bullshit. They play Green Bay again and Green Bay, they're going to lose again. You know, I thought about that, too, that he came back against a bad team, and he's going to get credit for the team turning around. But Paul Allen is one of the 10th in the top 10 for richest guys in the world. He didn't get all that money by being stupid. He know what he's doing. You know you're crawling back in here. Now you don't want to pay the fines. Yeah, he can hold out longer than you can because he know your money on rims, women, child support, and all that other stuff. That's right. I said it. <laughs> all right. And, um, well, we'll see what happens with DeMarco going forward. Um, it looks like Drew Brees is going to play. Sunday. He's going to try to play with a torn rotator cuff. I don't know how that happens. 
But, uh, I mean, I look at the the Saints almost the way I look at the Cowboys. They wait. Have they waited too late to pull a trigger on getting a replacement for Drew Brees? Buck, I'll yeah. ask you. Hey, yeah, I, I think they have. And, um, I mean, we Saints, I mean, Benton been messing up this team for the last three years, getting rid of star players. And, you know, you got to be able to – got to pay these players. And now you've got yourself in a situation where Drew Brees has nobody to throw to now. And now, you you know, since you haven't used Ingram the way you should have, um, you know, now he's not as good as he used to be. So, I mean, they've made crucial mistakes at crucial positions on the team. And really and truthfully, they haven't really put anything anybody behind Drew Brees in a while either. So, you got, you know, Sean Payton can only do so much. And now you don't have the depth at, at key positions on your team that are very important. I mean, we, I mean, the way these players are following right now, you mean you got to have three, you got to have three solid quarterbacks. You got to have at least three or four good running backs. You need to have at least, you know, all five or six of the receivers you keep. They need to be good. Tight ends, you at least need to have two of those. So I mean, that's a lot of, you know, that's a lot of roster spots, not including seven or eight linemen that you got to keep. So. I mean, you got to make sure that you build your team right, you know, when you're in preseason and so forth. So, therefore, when the season starts, you know, you've you got to anticipate injuries. you got to make sure people can step up and step into position. And right here is a key example of not preparing. And the Saints are in deep chemistry. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I, Q, I remember on, on one of the, uh, the draft shows we had years back, well, you know, a couple of years back anyway, um, was giving uh, predictions on, you know, different players. And one of my comments on Geno Smith was, you know, I'm like, well, I, I don't think he's ready to just be an NFL starter the way, you know, Luck and, uh, you know, Wilson and a couple other guys was coming directly out of college. But I said the perfect spot for him to be, you know, if he could learn a few years under, you know, Drew Brees kind of the way Aaron Rodgers did with uh, under uh, Favre. You know, yeah. just kind of mature into a pro quarterback, he'd probably have a better chance of being successful. Still don't mean he'll be, you know, great, but, you know. and uh, But but like Buck said, I mean, they're they finna pay the price for some of that stuff now. Okay. Well. They should have kept Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel, a heck of a quarterback. I thought, yeah, when he came out of Missouri, I liked him too. Um, where is he now? He's back. He's in St. Louis. Uh, Kansas City, I believe. Kansas City. Okay. All right. I thought he had moved back to the state. But all right, let's go ahead and jump into our teams and their, who they're matching up with. And Buck, your one and one Steelers are going to the one and one Rams, and I actually think this game's going to pretty be pretty interesting. Uh, Vegas had the Steelers minus one in this game, a one p.m. Eastern start in the Edward Jones Dome. Uh, the last time y'all played them in 2011, you shut them out 27 to nothing. They haven't beaten you all since 2003 when they were uh, Super Bowl worthy. Um, you're coming off of a 43-18 victory over the 49ers. They're coming off of a 24-10 loss to the Redskins. Uh, how do you feel about this game, Buck? You got Le'Veon Bell coming back. Man, shoot, man. I'm feeling good. Um but it, this is one of them games, you know, I know it's still early in the season, but this is a game that, you know, you could go in there half cocked and get your ass whooped. 
So you got to really kind of be careful with the Rams. I mean, the Rams have a stellar defense. You know, you got you know you got Long on one side, and uh, you know you got I can't remember who all they got on defense, but Long is one. But I mean, they have they have a defense that can really wreak havoc on a on a on an offensive line. But the way our offensive line has actually played in the first two games, I'm not really concerned about them even getting the Big Ben. Big Ben's going to release the ball pretty quick. You got Le'Veon Bell coming out the backfield. He's going to catch passes and runs. He'll probably at least, you know, attribute probably somewhere around, you know, 100, 100, 150, 115, 120-yard rushing and probably about mm-hmm. another 80 or 90 receiving. So, I mean, just with that alone, I mean, that's going, that's just, you know, that's your, that's your check down, you know. So, you know, we already we have an arsenal of weapons on offense. So it's just a matter of the defense stepping up and playing another stellar game like we did last week. We had five sacks last week and, you know, not to mention a couple of turnovers. So as long as we can do those types of things, deflect the ball, the line of scrimmage, um, and play sound, disciplined football on offense, the defense, and special teams, I mean, I know it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be it's not going to be one of those blowouts like it was last week. It'll probably be something like mm, let's say thirty four twenty eight or something like that. So, okay. I mean, I think I think the game's going to be a little bit closer than what everybody thinks. But you know, it all de- depends on discipline and how we play. And okay. as long as we're prepared, no turnover, we'll be good. All right. Eminem dropped off. I don't know if he's coming back on or not. Ray, um, I'll let you be the spokesperson for the Rams. Tell me why the Rams are going to beat the Steelers. Well, the Rams are, are boxers at home. If they play anything like they played the first game, they will be victorious. Another thing you have to look at as well, you got to gotta look at Vegas a little bit. And they're one-and-a-half-point favorites being Pittsburgh. They, that means that everybody feels this game is going to be close. Because yeah. if they feel like Pittsburgh is going to do like they did when they was at home in San Francisco, shit, everybody, you take your paycheck and play it on Pittsburgh, say all they got to do is win by two points, they get my money. And Vegas is going to lose. You understand? So when the game is that close, with the defense that the Rams have, I mean, you know, they're they going to do this thing and, and – couple other stars and they're going to do their thing, but maybe on Bell, he may go off, but I wouldn't play him too much coming back right. to playoff because some guys is hitting out there, you know. But it's nice to know y'all got D'Angelo Williams out there playing like a pro bowler. So, I mean, anything can happen, but Rams at home, I will pick the Rams in this one if they play anything like they played in that first game. Now, I don't know whether they didn't do well on the road because they won the road or this bad matchup against the Rams or what, but you know they're going to be mad and pissed off this week. So I look forward to be a good game. I think that's going to probably be the game of the week. Yeah, yeah. It could be a pretty good game. I think it's going to be a lot better than um, what a lot of us may anticipate. So. We'll see what happens. I think that the um, Rams' defensive front four is going to make it very difficult. I will also try to take it easy with Le'Veon, especially since D'Angelo has been running pretty well. Um, So I'm going to try to run 
the Cowboys-Falcons game, but I'm going to be watching it too. And the Falcons are 2-0, and and they travel to Dallas to face the 2-0 Cowboys, who are very undermanned. Uh, the last time they played, Atlanta won 19-13. I remember that game all too well because that was the night before my wife, wife passed, and I was just, man, that was just a bad week altogether. I was hardly even into the game. But um, now Atlanta visits Dallas this time. Last time it was in the Georgia Dome. The Falcons are minus two and a half favorites, and I mean it's understandable because Dallas has so many injuries right now, and it's not just how many injuries they have. Um, on top of suspensions, they also have injuries to some of their main players. Right now, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people who eight people who are out uh, via suspension or injury. And all of them are starters, eight starters on offense and defense. And that's just hard to do anything. But I do think with a great game plan and some mistakes on Atlanta's part that they can have a chance. The thing about it is Atlanta's been playing very well lately. So, Ray, uh, I'll let you tell me why you think Atlanta's going to win this one. And I know the first place you're going to go is probably Julio Jones. Uh, Yeah, I mean – I know these guys can keep putting up 130, 145 yards every game, but, you know, they they really going to have to have somebody back there, and the secondary is not all that great for you guys. And, you know, I know you guys got a rookie, Byron Jones, and, you know, I, I really haven't tracked how he played this year, but I haven't heard a whole lot about him doing nothing spectacular, so... You can't really say, you know, what what he's going to do, but the secondary, it looks like they, they, they write for the picking. But, I mean, Dallas defense always has kind of overachieved these last couple of years. And um, I think they can, you know, put up a good fight, particularly to show me playing the way he's playing. And, um, you know, anything can happen. But Atlanta does have a great offense. But I don't understand. Roddy White didn't show up last week, so he may show up this week. So it may be uh, a blowout. It may be a close game, depending upon how uh, the defense plays. Then who knows? Everybody may rally around Brandon Wheaton because it's hard for anybody to be successful in, in Cleveland. I like Brandon Wheaton when he was in Oklahoma State, so yeah. You know, maybe if he get a chance, he can come out here and lighten it up and, you know, surprise everybody. It's always been the quarterbacks over these last 10 or 15 years that when the starter got hurt, that guy come in and just went bananas. You see Tom Brady do it. You see Kurt Warner do it. You see a yeah. couple other guys do it. So, you know, we, we, we'll see what happens, but. I expect Atlanta to win. So, yeah, I just hope that it's competitive. And uh road, I'd actually feel a little better. They seem to play harder on the road. But, um, yeah, this is just going to be rough. The Falcons are in a good spot right now, and they can really take control of their NFC South to go 3-0. and All right, Eminem dropped off, but uh, the Jets and the Eagles, both of them, well, the Eagles are 0-2, the Jets are 2-0. Uh, the Jets are minus two and a half 
six-point favorites, um, and they're going to be playing at MetLife Stadium. It's a 1 o'clock start. A lot of the best, most interesting games, or games I'm interested in starting at 1 o'clock, just go around. And, Buck, I think the Jets are going to win this game. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick, as long as he doesn't go Jay Cutler and just start throwing the ball away, I think that they, they can do enough to win this game. And the Eagles stand no chance in hell to beat beat the Jets. Uh, you know, I said. In now, how long has it been since we've said that? Uh, been since preseason. I mean, simply because I, I have no faith in Chip, Chip Kelly and the way he's done this team. Um, I mean, you just you don't make the. I mean, it's obvious. It's painfully obvious that uh, he's made some crucial mistakes. Now, hopefully, he can make some changes this week. That you know maybe they'll be at least in this game, but I expect the Jets just to beat the brakes off the Eagles. I mean, just beat them so bad that this is one. This is going to be a game that's going the Jets going to win so lopsidedly that I would be I would be willing to make that my twenty one pick for the week. That's how bad they're going to get their ass whooped because I don't. I mean, I watched that Eagle game last week and it was one of the most most demoralizing games I think I've ever seen. Where you know I mean just dropping passes. Um, I mean, I understand that they didn't put, you know, uh, DeMarco Murray in for whatever reason. But still, I mean, the receivers weren't catching the ball. The tight end weren't catching the ball. The de- defense defense was war slapped the fuck out. I mean, them boys were on the field so damn long. I mean, they were like $5 whores out there. Them boys were tired. So, and really and truthfully, I, I, I'd see the Jets just, just, I mean, turnovers. I think they're going to turn the ball over a lot. I mean, there's a lot of issues. Their offensive line sucks too. They, I mean, they they're not even opening up holes. So I don't know. You know, it it would be a shock if the Eagles did win the game. To be honest with you. Okay, Ray, what you think, man? You think the Jets gonna win this one? Yeah, I think the Jets gonna pee the roll them Sunday. <laughs> you know, I don't think they are. I don't, I don't. I don't think the Eagles will have nothing. But first of all, I think. The players have lost confidence. I think DeMarco Murray has hurt that hamstring because we know he got to go up to that just defense. And he's saying, I'm not going to run into them guys and get myself hurt. I'm going to help Chip Kelly get his ass out of here. So <laughs> while I'm here, I can play my contract out. Because right. now he's realizing that money ain't everything. And, you know, he should have stayed where he was at. And you know how it is on the first year to a contract. It's very rare that they're going to cut a guy loose. You've seen Michael Johnson get cut loose in Tampa Bay last year. And, you know, them guys paying him, what, $8, $10 million Tampa Bay playing, paying him, and he playing over there in Cincinnati. You rarely see that. Mm-hmm. But DeMarco Murray is frustrated. And, I mean, rightfully so. But that's what you do. You worry about the scheme, the team, and everything else that you're going to. Dallas was telling me to him they were feeding him to he about the bus. It's like he's at a bus yeah. every week. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. come in, well, well, these guys, they know my true worth. I'm going to go on over here where I can make some money. You already rich. Texas is cheap as ramen noodles to live in. Mm. So why you got a problem? No state tax? Why you got a problem with the money? You know, we now we are all around here. We we working people. We got to worry about stuff like that. But, guys, 
what, $6 million, $8 million, basically same thing. By the time he paid taxes in Philadelphia, he ain't make no more money. Hmm. Hey, look, I mean, that's just the truth. I agree. Running, I agree. running behind the offensive line in Dallas looked like they going places. Man, they played Green Bay all the way to the edge. Green Bay had Seattle beat them. Now, you guys are that close to the damn Super Bowl, but you're going to go somewhere else over $2 million. That's how you pay state tax. You might be a half a million dollars up. To me, that's stupid. All out of spite. All out of spite. All right, so we'll move on right to the one and one Cleveland Raiders visiting the one and Cleveland Browns. Cleveland has missed three and a half on this one, which kind of surprised me. Uh, the last time you all played last year, Cleveland won 23-13 to 13 in Cleveland. So you're returning to face them. Cleveland's coming off of a victory 28-14 to 14 over the Titans. You all are coming off a victory over the Ravens 37-33. to 33. Um, Derek Carr looked good last week. What are your boys going to do? I mean, I hope we can carry the momentum into this game. I'm a little worried because we will be on the road and – uh, it's a game that we should win, and when it's a game you should win, Talent Rams last week after coming off a big win, you thought, man, they're going to come in and man, they're going to sack Kirk Cousins probably ten times. And, you know, Kirk Cousins, every time he threw the ball, he was completely in. running back, come out here, rookie, running all those people and stuff. So you don't know what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. but I think it's a mistake for Cleveland to start, start Josh right now. I would do Johnny right there, because Johnny know how to hit that boy, uh, Kevin Benjamin. Uh, man, he, he in the wind. You think, you think, man, they didn't put some dreadlocks on this guy and snuck Josh Gordon back in there. <laughs> the way he running down the field catching that ball, you see, but they want to start a veteran quarterback. See, to me, I don't start a guy that's he's past his prime. He's been nothing but a journeyman. Yeah, he can he can manage a game, but Johnny can make the big plays that they need. And yeah. you know, but it's it's better for us. I hope we come out and play a good game. I'm real hopeful. But I mean, after the way they played with the Bengals, and then they came out and played last week against Baltimore. That's how I expected us to start the season the way they played Baltimore. I don't know which team we're going to get because we only seen two games with this regime. But, you know, we need to win. The little light teams like Cleveland, we got to have those because, you know, we got the Kansas Cities and the Denver's coming up. Okay. And, Buck, what do you think, man? Do you, You're an AFC North guy. You think Cleveland got a chance? But well, uh, I think that uh, Cleveland has an opportunity to. Buck, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. Um. Yeah, I think they have an opportunity, but uh, you know, this may be seen. I mean, this this one of them games that can go either way. So, um, we'll just have to wait and see on it. But I don't like. The fact that Cleveland going back with McCown, though, I kind of think they should stick with him because I thought he did fairly decent last week. So, 
I don't know. I'm just not. I'm, I mean, this. You saw what happened last year when Cleveland started flip flopping the quarterbacks like they did last year, and that's when they started, you know, started going downhill. Now they're already doing it, and we in week three, so. I don't know. I, I just think that, you know, if Manziel will be the franchise, go ahead and give it to him. I know they, you know, name account started at the beginning of the season. They're trying to stick with him. But if he already got a glass jaw, you have to make a decision now. And I think I think with the way Manziel, you know, handled things last week, I think we stick with him. Okay. All right. Well, um, some other matchups next week. You know, tomorrow night the Reds, the Skins travel to – the Meadowlands to take on the Giants. Uh, the Chargers go to Minnesota. Both of them are one and one. One and one Tampa Bay goes to zero and two Houston. Houston really has to win that game. Uh, Cincinnati goes on the road against the Ravens. And the Bengals kind of struggle on the road, so the Ravens might have a chance to get in the win column. The zero and two Saints visit the two and zero Panthers. Man, if the Panthers can put their foot on. The Saints' neck at any time. This can be it and make them 0-3. Um, 0-2 Indy goes to 1-1 Tennessee. And, Ray, is this a must-win for Indy? And do you think that Tennessee can beat them? Um, I, I really expect Indianapolis to come out and, and really show something this week. But lucky been playing terrible. And, um, you know, the team as a whole has been playing terrible. But I think they'll mm-hmm. show up the Titans because they an inexperienced team or an inexperienced quarterback that's been playing well this year, starting off. But every rookie plays pretty decent until the NFL defenses catch up with you. And, you know, Tennessee is a team that they should beat. If they lose to Tennessee, I think the coach going to get fired. Uh-oh. So, yeah, because, you know, they already reaching for a job before the season starts. You know, they talking about Nick Saban, and they talking about a couple other guys may come in and take over and do this and do that. And, and uh, a man from Stanford, I forget what his name is, but he can come in and coach and, you know, so they're mm-hmm. looking for him. But I, I, I got the guy in Stanford too. That's that's the guy from um, from Washington that came no. from Washington. Nah, nah. No, I can't think of who it is. But go ahead, yeah, it'll come to me in a little bit. But but you know, um, yeah, they 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 expect for him to um to to lose his job this year anyway. So yeah, David Shaw. Really have to, yeah, David Shaw. That's his name come in and, and show what they made of. I think they will. You know, I believe uh, Mariota will play well, but I'm not sure about these other guys. So, if they don't if they don't win this week, I mean, Indianapolis, you know, it's the way that they lose. If they lose in big. Jets and the Bills are both good teams, but they just getting whooped. And when you are potentially second to only Aaron Rodgers, which everybody was expecting luck to be this year, mm-hmm. and you making mistakes like that, it's not good for your team. So I, I hope they win because if they don't, it's going to be trouble in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, you're right on maybe, that one. Maybe some trouble for Andre Johnson them too. 
Hmm. Okay. And um, I think uh, I, I think they they have to win that game. And I, I I think Tennessee is getting a little better. I don't know if they're good enough, but um, the Colts cannot come out and lay an egg in this game. All right, the Jaguars go to the Patriots, so they'll get a chance to test themselves. Uh, Buffalo and Miami are both one and one. The game will be down in Miami, so that's going to be a pretty interesting game. Four o'clock start. The 49ers go to Arizona. That's a four o'clock start. The 0 and 2 Bears and the 0 and 2 Seahawks. It's a four o'clock start, and I think the Seahawks are going to roll in that one. And the 2 and 0 Broncos travel to the 0 and 2 Lions, and that's the night game, Sunday night. I just don't have any faith in the Lions right now. And Monday night football, Kansas City visits Lambeau Field. So that's what we're looking at. And um, I wanted to bring up just some quick boxing news or whatever. Um, I'm going to the Deontay Wilder fight this weekend in Birmingham. It's just a few hours away. (laughs) Yeah, I said that. um, I think they said he was only going to fight twice in Birmingham because, you know, he's going to be moving towards Vegas and Madison Square Garden and some of the bigger venues at some point. So I wanted to make sure that I got a chance to see him and see a heavyweight championship fight. So I don't even know the dude he's fighting, but I'm going to go watch him knock him out. So I'm going to check that out Saturday. Um, and it's going to be advertised. I think it's coming on, uh, what, NBC at 7.30 on uh, 8.30 yeah. Eastern on Saturday? Uh, yeah, I know. I know it's going to be on, on, on one of the uh, TV channels. I'm yeah. not sure which one, though. So I'll try to find a way to get in front of the camera. I'll be one of the guys on the cell phone looking at him waving. But, uh, no, nah, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> but, yep, so I'm going to go try to check that out Saturday uh, evening. Uh, i got a few Who Am I's. And let's see. I am a six foot one, two hundred and thirty-nine pound back. Twenty-seven years old, born in. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, from Jackson, Mississippi. Drafted in the sixth round in 2010 by the San Francisco Anthony 49ers. Dixon. Anthony Richard Booby Dixon, out of Mississippi State. And Buck, you still with us, right? Yeah, I'm here. All right. I am a six foot three, two hundred and thirty-five pound running back. Of um, who turns forty-one years old today, born in Pennsylvania, drafted in the first round, fourteenth overall in nineteen ninety-six by the Houston Oilers out of Ohio State. Eddie George. Edward Nathan George. Damn right, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one. Fast, man. This is a tough one. I am a six foot two, two hundred and twenty eight pound running back who turns forty eight years old today out of North Carolina. I was drafted in the first round, number seven overall, in nineteen eighty nine by the Pittsburgh Steelers out of Georgia. Who I be? Damn more. Nope. You say out of Georgia? Out of Georgia. Oh. Mayor Hodge. Nope. He played uh, four seasons with the Steelers and two with the Bears. You keep breaking up. I can't see that again. What'd you I'm say? sorry. Two he played three? 
four seasons with the Steelers and two with the Bears. Merrill Hodge. No. And he's 48 years old? Yeah. Okay, let me see. Oh, Oh, y'all going to know him when you hear him. Yeah, oh, 1996. Uh, that was a fool that went to jail. I can't think of his name is now. God dang it. I know who it is now. No, nah, you, um, you're thinking about Van Morris. Nah, Van Morris went to Texas Tech. Yeah. He wore them uh, at the 30s. You what? You what? He wore them at the 30s. You what? He's breaking up. I hear I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me uh, try something here. Uh, hey, you say he went to Georgia? Georgia, and he, he wore number 38. Oh, uh, well, Tim Worley. Timothy Ashley Worley. All right. And the last one. I am a six foot four, two hundred and seventy five pound defensive tackle uh, who turns sixty eight years old out of Temple, Texas. Drafted in the first round, fourth overall in nineteen sixty nine by the Pittsburgh Steelers out of the University of North Texas. Uh, me, Joe Green. Charles Edward Green. I didn't know his name was Charles Edward. I wonder if Joe was his dad's name or something. Mm-hmm. So, me, Joe. All right, and uh, let me take a look to see if I can find some uh, some sports. I mean, I'm not sports. Some, um, well, you know, Yogi, Yogi Bear Pass. Yogi Bear and, Pass. Also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ray had mentioned that earlier. He was 90 years old, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, I forgot that he was still alive. But uh, yeah, he was. He was. He was man, like the man. One of those baseball players that was just you knew him regardless of if you knew a lot about baseball or not. Yeah, household name for sure. Surely, surely be missed by the Yankees organization. Uh, all right, so this weekend in college, and I'm just really looking for the top 25 matchups. Um, UCLA travels number nine. UCLA travels to number 16, Arizona. Number 18, Utah travels to number 13, Oregon. Those are like the only top 25 matchups. Let's see. Unfortunately, University of Louisiana Monroe has to travel to Tuscaloosa. Uh, man, I don't know what they're going to try to do to the University of Louisiana Monroe at that loss last week. Vanderbilt goes to Ole Miss. So Ole Miss better not sleep because Vanderbilt. Yeah, uh, but Ole Miss, Ole Miss is going to be near by the ass right now, so I wouldn't really worry about Vanderbilt. So, um Central Michigan goes to Michigan State. LSU travels to Syracuse. That's an interesting matchup. It's all right. Nothing that really just jumps out at me. Who Mississippi State playing? Or do they have a bye? I don't even know if Mississippi State playing anybody this week. Let me see if I can find out. But you all have anything while I'm looking? 
Oh, I, I do. I mean, there were, uh, I don't know if anybody saw the race last week, but, man, Jimmy Johnson and uh, Kevin Harvick got into it after the race. Uh, evidently, Jimmy, oh, yeah. Jimmy Johnson <laughs> got into Harvick and uh, cut, getting, Harvick cut a tie down at the wall, finished 42nd, and Harvick wasn't having it afterwards. He, get, he went back then and had to be had to be restrained from kicking Jimmy Johnson's ass. So uh, Harvick pretty much let him know, put him on notice that he was going to run his ass off the racetrack <laughs> in the uh-huh. next race. So, and they've been taking the Twitter too. So Kevin Harvick is thoroughly pissed at Jimmy Johnson right now. So Jimmy better keep it. He better keep his rearview mirror, you know, where he can see because Kevin Harvick will be putting his ass in the wall. So we'll see. All right. Well, um, I was gonna, you know, while you bring up NASCAR, let me ask because I'm kind of far removed. But uh, I noticed now it's like they have like a round of sixteen, a round of eight, and so they have a now. Yeah, they got rounds. What they do, you get your your first round is your your. I can't remember what the names of the rounds are, but um, right now, as it speak, you know, since Kevin Hart finished forty second. He's got to win a race, you know, or at least finish in the top top two for these next three races, or he'll be knocked out in this first, you know, in the eliminator round. So, uh, so even though, so they're still running all forty three cars. The only, yeah, like sixteen of my eligible. Yeah, right. Okay, so, okay. I was wondering what they were doing, how they were doing it, because I, I didn't realize they yeah, got into that kinda, format. It's kind of cool of the way they do it. Uh, wins, you know, of course, wins count. Now, after each, after four races, the the top, I think they go from 16 to 12. Then the the 12 reset points, and then, you know, they start retallying points again. Um, but the way they set up, the, for the last race, you'll have four people contending with, for the championship. So it's it's a nice little thing that NASCAR done. This is the second year they've done it this way. Um, uh-huh. It. it yeah, you know, of course. You know, the more the more wins you get, the better off you are, and that's how Kevin ended up winning the championship. I wish they could do it like uh, I wish they could do it like every other sport, to where if you're if you're eliminated, you don't get to race. I would love to see a race on a short track with like just four cars or eight cars out there going at it. Yeah, I get Rather, that. Cause, I know, would be mad if I'm if I'd be mad if I'm trying to win a championship and then you know somebody who's just out there ranked number. four, 39 or whatever wrecks me, and then I lose the championship because somebody that probably shouldn't even been on the track. Yeah, you got to think about it like this. I mean, you got all these guys are professionals. I mean, I mean, it's just part of racing. That's just something you got to deal with. I mean, but all of them can drive. Yeah, some of them can't. Majority of them can. I mean, back, racing is so much different now than what it used to be. I mean, back in the day. I mean, you had you had about maybe you, back during Richard Petty's era, you only had about three drivers, maybe four or five. You know, you had Kerry Yarbrough that was good. You had you know you had Richard Petty. You probably had you know um, Buddy Baker and some of them guys. You know, and during doing when Richard Petty was doing in David Pearson, you know, those guys were about the only ones you know at the top. Then when Earnhardt came along, you had Daryl Walter. Um, that, you had Kerry uh, Yarbrough still hanging around doing doing his thing, and you had some of the other ones like Tim Richmond and some of the other ones, and then you know Terry Labonte and Jeff Gordon and those. But now, I mean, you got you got close to half the field that, that could win at any given week. I mean, you got Kyle, you got Kyle Busch, you got Kurt Busch, Harvard, Johnson, Dale Jr. 
there's so many drivers now that I mean, you got you got about sixteen to twenty that can really run. So and because of all the equipment and, and because of all the team, you got three to four cars to each team almost. So you got you got a, a stable of drivers that can really get down. So you know, it's it's just a, a product of you know good equipment, good drivers, good talent, and I mean it. It's not like IndyCar where, you know, IndyCar is kind of going back to where NASCAR used to be, where you don't have that many, you know, good drivers that they used to have. So, I mean, is NASCAR is evolved, and there's a lot of good drivers out there, and any given week somebody can win. So, Okay. All right, well, um, I thought it was pretty interesting how they did it now. But um, and Mississippi State is playing Auburn at uh, 7.30 Eastern in Auburn. So, yeah, that's going to be a good game. So, in the South. Yeah. All right. Anybody got anything else before I shut this down and get to bed at a decent time tonight? Is Mississippi State undefeated? I don't think they've lost any games yet. Uh, well, they lost to LSU. They missed a the field goal, so they're 2-1. They're 2-1. Two two yeah. Oh, Miss is still undefeated there. Yeah. Yeah. They put it on Alabama last week. <laughs> they did. That was a nice game, though. Yeah, they put it on them boys. But Alabama didn't know what the fuck hit them. They still don't. They still get their ass whooped. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Hey, that's what that's what Quincy and I refer to. You know, you you still getting your ass whooped. Just just looking at the damn looking at the damn football stadium, you still getting your ass whooped. You know, you ain't even on the field. Right. Yeah, Ole Miss the best team I've seen this year. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think Ole Miss and Ohio State, State are the best coach. So yeah. well, we'll see how it all pans out. But if you ain't playing nobody all year, you fresh when you come up against these other teams. See, to me, I think them boys in the SEC they go up against each other and bang each other around a lot. It's like you saw the yeah. collapse with Ole Miss last year where they finished like, what, six and five or five and five? No boys playing like this, and all of a sudden they just went downhill. No, they they wasn't that bad of a team. You know, losing to Arkansas 30 to nothing or whatever it was, something crazy. If they mm-hmm. can maintain, they're the best team we've seen all year. Yeah. We'll see. See if they can hold us together. Right. All right, fellas. We're ready to shut this thing down. And I appreciate you all coming on tonight. Sorry about the technical difficulties. But, uh, yeah, got a podcast coming out tomorrow. The guy interviewed, talked a little, did a little spoken word on the show. So that's tomorrow at um, 8 o'clock Eastern. And we'll be back at it on Monday with how to get married and some zone coverage. Excuse me, on Tuesday, my bad. So, um, and I'll let you all know how the fight went. And I'm waiting to hear back from Kenny Bayless. He's in Puerto Rico right now. So, when he gets off vacation, hopefully I can try to get him on the show. Good. Oh, sure. All right, fellas. Well, you all have a good evening. Everyone, you've been listening to the Talk to Key Radio Show, zone coverage, no experts, just opinions. Uh, go to TalkToQ.com to get more information. Everyone have a good night. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q?
What up, Radio World? <laughs> My name is Quincy. show, the Talk to Q radio show, because it's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live.